And we are back with another Hyrith and Other Words podcast bonus episode for all of my lovely Patreon supporters. Um, yeah, I, uh, I hope wherever you are out there, most of my Patreon supporters, you're all from Pennsylvania. Uh, but man, what a crazy winter we're having. I feel like it's been snowing more consistent con- consistently than it has in recent years. And I'm just reminded of, you know, same thing with the coronavirus and everything else that happens. Just thinking about nature um, going on behind the scenes and it's it still has so meant so the scales have. There's so many scales that have yet to balance out that it's, yeah, I don't know. I'd, I I love being aware of that. I love looking for that. I love seeing it, yeah, in nature that, I don't know, that that the earth is alive and that reality is, al- is alive and it's, yeah, it's trying to uh, to to work things out. And that's how I I see this this crazy weather, you know. It's yeah, it's interesting. I wasn't planning on starting uh, talking about this, but you know, thinking back to a lot of the old uh, biblical texts, um, it talks so much about our relationship with uh, the earth, with our um, you know agriculture and our harvesting and and all of these things and we're supposed to work with the earth and I I know I mentioned this on the main podcast the one time um, and I'd I'd really love to have somebody on to talk about this or you know how do we make this thing a reality but I remember seeing this picture of this building that had a bunch of plants growing on the side of it that seemingly got its power from the plants so yeah i i think human beings have this weird conundrum that we need to work out where we build our metropolises but we also integrate nature into it because something that we need to remember is that we're a part of nature and it seems you know evident through all of human history and recorded society um or I, I guess i should say all of uh society human society and recorded history um you see this common pattern of small people's you know small groups of people starting out in a place either as you know farmers or just kind of nomadic um uh, hunter and gather people or and then and then from there they start to build into a uh, society, they have towns and whatever, and then from there uh, comes, you know, um, how do you say that, trade routes and, and roads and paths between these things, and then they eventually build into, you know, city, uh, you know cities or states or whatever they would be, and then eventually, um, you know, metropolises are just big um, s- centers for for humans where, you know, uh, hundreds or thousands gather 
or hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands or or whatever but again we are of the earth and it's a it's a nature thing it's it's um yeah it's it's nature that it's building this these metropolises but i think you know and i, I might just be speaking from my own personal perspective but whenever i spend a lot of time in the city it's it's nice and it's a it's fun but like i feel so drained because i'm just not connected with nature and again i'm saying this you know for me but i really i really do think that we as a species have lost a great amount of wisdom or insight or maybe even superpowers i don't know because of our disconnect with uh nature and that's uh that's that's troubling i, I wonder I always just wonder what what could we what would we as a society look like if we had the best relationship with nature because we're so smart and there's a lot of really humble and and graceful people out there um and I and I know that nature wants to work with them I can feel that within nature of being like a, I want to yeah I want to you know nature gives us these abilities for its own its own glory and its own purpose and you know to not have that in uh interrelationship or whatever it is it's it's a detriment to both sides i believe um and again since i'm just i randomly find myself talking about this i you know it's i say that because you know that that both nature and human um, suffer from the the lack of relationship between the two because in Genesis, the thing that we are commissioned from God is to take care of the land, is to is to be stewards over it, and that's a that's an interesting yeah it's. Nature grows out this thing that it it knows that it the best way to take care of itself or, or theoretically it it knows I I guess the question that I'm trying to explain the answer to is did nature make us to be able to take care of it in the in the best way possible and I believe yes if you know that is the biblical charge of the human responsibility or however you would say that the 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 human's responsibility the burden we have to to carry or or whatever and obviously and obviously being a a steward over creation and and subduing it 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 looks different than just being a farmer or whatever but i don't know Uh, again because i do think i do believe that it's a natural progression for the human species which again is just nature embodied in this thing that is forgotten that it's nature and it's building these metropolises and it's again it's a natural inclination it's a natural pattern that plays out in human society which is i mean it's just what is called the matthew principle but it's this idea which was taken from the bible where jesus says to him who has more, more will be, or to him who has more will be given, and to him who has not, it will be taken from him. And it's this principle that essentially it's it's 
the idea of accumulation. So as things continue to you know get better or continue to get worse, or it's they they increase at a rapid rate. Um, and oh oh, so you know right, and that's just what um, you know people how we can go from these small farmers or hunter gatherer people to um, you know huge metropolises in not that long of a time. I mean. Think about New York City wasn't there 300 years ago, you know, and and look how, or Los Angeles or this whole country, and it's it's amazing how quickly things can spread once they start spreading. Um, yeah, so I don't know. Um, I kind of can't remember how I got down here. I know I was talking about nature and our relationship to it, um, but yeah, you know, what would that look like? And again, just going back to the idea of a city or or a metropolis that is um, powered by nature. All right, let's go. You guys want to go in the deep water? Hey, you're paying some money to be here, so uh, I might as well go far out in my thought experiments for you. Um, I remember hearing somebody of the um, uh, the the Hindu faith talk about how. Each planet has life forms, but they are life forms made of the elements of the planet. That's why they all appear to be gas or something different and not appearing in ways that are um, equivalent to what we would equate as society or life or, or whatever. Um and it's very interesting that this planet, the only, I mean, obviously there's a scientific explanation for this, right? So life is able, is, life is able to function and flourish here on this earth because of the conditions that are laid down. But the conditions are only laid down because of the elements that are, are produced here. So again, what's there's elements on these planets and they produce their own conditions and who's to say that what is the end result of what we would say life maybe looks differently or whatever um there's translucent i don't know um yeah or there's a spirit and i would love to do an episode i guess i'm just this is just rambling with timmy's i had something i want to talk about and, and i'll get to that but uh I would love to do an episode on spirits and especially an episode on what is the difference between a spirit and a soul. And um, I'll give you guys a little preview for that episode. It is that the, for me personally, I think a lot of people use those words interchangeably and I don't necessarily believe that that is the best way to go about it. I don't think it's wrong. Um, You're never going to hear me, you know, in the streets with a sign trying to change people's minds Um, but apparently i'll make a podcast about it (laughs) which might be the modern man holding a sign um but for me personally the soul is the depth of a person that is the the part of god that is chiseled off and and given into each individual and then um this is believed in the Celtic um, mysticism and 
uh, Celtic Christianity that they, they have this belief that the body is the echo of the soul. Um, and that's the name of a book I can't by uh, Philip. I can't remember the name of the author, but just look up Body of the Soul by, I think, somebody named Philip something or other. Um, and it talks about how, yeah, the body is this this echo that comes out from the soul. And that each part of the body represents a different part of God because, again, the soul is the, um, the essence of God within the individual. And then... For me, I always envision the the soul exists, and then out of that grows the body, and then out of that hovers over the individual as the spirit of the individual. And that's like the a person's you know it is their pheromones, it's their aura, it's their essence. Um, and that's when we say that a you know a person is with me when they're gone I, I literally believe that we're talking about their spirits remaining with them because again they're they're pheromones or they're things that the, you know the human spirit is a combination of whatever it is that we're projecting out there into the universe because people cannot only have good spirits they can also have bad spirits and and it's very evident when a, ba- a person's bad spirit stays with us right it's not always um, the good spirits that stay with us and so, you know, I would love to dive into that because I'm so, I'm so curious between the relationship between nature and spirituality and science and how do they overlap and, yeah, just, you know, why, why these, you know, three different things, the, the soul, the body, and the spirit, why did they have to manifest outside of I mean the obvious answer is the the law of three but then the question becomes why the law of three but uh yeah we don't need to, to dive into that um I feel like I'm just going a mile a minute but I got really jazzed about the whole nature and and technology thing or uh, yeah I I really love that idea anyways I had this really interesting um experience two interesting experiences last week um or no not last week two weeks ago because they both happened after i recorded the last bonus episode so i was a little bummed about that because i was very um excited to tell you about them so um if you're listening to this there's a chance that you are a member of um my mom and I's spiritual lifestyle class that we do, the first episode we did was on using your mind. My mom is a big fan of talking about, you know, I guess um, manifestation is the, the proper word. Or like, yeah, um, I'm trying to think. Um, the law of attraction she wouldn't i don't know if she would say those words the law of attraction i mean she listens to this so mom let me know but essentially that idea of the idea of you what you can manifest within your brain you can what you can think you can manifest out into reality so my girlfriend and i and and i've always struggled with this because i've always seen in the used in the context of personal wealth and personal uh, gain or any any of those things and not that those things are inherently bad but like all things I believe they're a trap meaning that uh 
it's easy to fall into just in love with this thing or needing to need this thing or and and again it's it's anything it's ego identity so it's like anything else can fall into this category but i think you know if human beings have the ability to manifest money I don't see how greed wouldn't be a huge part of that. And I can hear my mom's voice in my head saying, well, you know, if they're greedy, then they won't get it. Or, or maybe they will, but then their punishment comes in a different way. Um, yeah, but that, you know, uh, that just is what it is. So, okay, so we're my girlfriend and I were going to buy comic books. And... Uh, I said to her, you know, I'm like, all right, so whenever I go to this place to get comics, um, it's not a comic book store, it's just a place that sells paperback uh, comic books, or trade paperback comic books. So, um, but they always have the same one. Um, And I've bought all the ones that have seemed interesting to me, and and a couple more after that. And so I was like, you know, I, I said to her, I'm like, I'm going to try this manifesting thing, and just say, here is, there's going to be a new comic there that's not just a new one but it's one that I was looking for and we go in and surely like wouldn't you even like it was just the first thing I saw was just sitting there and I'm like oh well okay that's like I've never had anything like that happen and what I thought was interesting was the fact that I was like I was I I said it and then I didn't second guess it or I didn't really think about it I just let it go I didn't because I think some of my problems with this if it would be a real thing would be the fact that I overthink it or question it or I don't know second guess it or play with it in my head so that was that was very far out the second thing um was I it was on Friday morning two weeks ago so it yeah two Fridays ago and I start work at six in the morning so I'm a little tired when I get there and um I'm standing outside and there's a bunch of people who are about to start their shift as well and I can notice that there's a a spirit in the air right there's a feeling and what it is is this very weird, like, going back to high school of, like, a click-type feeling of, like, these are the cool people and these are, like, the less cool people and, like, and I'm, like, and, you know, I haven't felt that in a very long time because uh, I'm 30 and, and not that these people are high schoolers or whatever, but it was it was just very much a vibe. I mean, there was people who were older than me in, in the situation. And then um, this... I would assume either a homeless individual or a woman who is, I I don't know. She just seemed a little out of it. I'm maybe just judging, but um, she came up and started talking to me about how she was mad that she couldn't walk through the drive-thru. And, um, yeah. And, and I'm like, well, I don't really know what to tell you. Like, I, 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 I just don't know what to tell you. Like, I'm a janitor here, and, like, I can't even, like, I don't even know why that's not allowed. Um, so, it like, I know that I've just been in such a bad headspace lately that I 
was like, man, there's just so much going on. There's like, again, like, like I was talking about earlier, it's just cultivation of like a rapidness of negative energy. So it, I got there and it's felt fine. And then these click things started to happen. And then this, you know, interesting, weird individual showed up again. Maybe, you know, I'm showing my own ego and my, my judgmental side here. Um, but I'm like, I need to step away from this. I need to, to, to walk away. Um, and I'm really glad that I did because I don't normally do that. I normally kind of just like, ah, you'll be fine. Like just pray it away or just drop it. But I'm like, no, you need to like, just go away and like cleanse, cleanse yourself from this. Like just shake it off. And I remember, remember thinking back to the last, the first podcast that I did with my mom, um, in season two. So the second podcast we did together, uh, that was confusing. Um, the podcast I did with my mom a couple months ago. And she was talking about how when you when you can see yourself heading towards negative headspace or just whatever, just stop and go and do something else and then come back to it refreshed and, and ready to go. And I'm very glad that I took that advice because it ended up paying off really well. As I was walking away, just just off to the corner and I was just hitting my vape like I always do. And God dropped this psalm into my 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 head, psalm a psalm from the Bible, uh, Psalms ninety one, I believe it was, and I read it, and it was just it was be- so beautiful and encouraging, and and not really relevant to the moment that I was having, but it was relevant to the overarching kind of angst and separateness or downtroddenness that I've been feeling. And uh, yeah, I just wanted to wrap this up by reading that to you. Um, I realized that I forgot my Bible on the other side of the room, so I'm gonna going to walk to it right now and edit out the time in between. You won't even notice, so give me a second. All right, I was wrong. It was Psalms 92, but um, yeah. I'm very excited to read this. I wonder if you noticed the tonal change in me in that little break because I feel much more uh, subdued once I picked up my Bible and started paging through it. All right, Psalms 92. It is good to give thanks to the Lord, to sing praises to your name, O Most High, to declare your steadfast love in the morning and your faithfulness by night to the music of the lute and the harp, to the melody of the lyre. For you, O Lord, have made me glad by your works. At at the works of your hands I sing for joy. How great are your works, O Lord! Your thoughts are very deep. The stupid man cannot know, the fool cannot understand this, that though the wicked sprout like grass and all evildoers flourish, They are doomed to destruction forever, but you, O Lord, are on high forever. For behold, your enemies, O Lord, for behold, your enemies shall perish. All evildoers shall be scattered. But you have exalted my horn like that of the wild ox. You have poured over me fresh oil. 
My eyes have seen the downfall of my enemies. My ears have heard the doom of my evil silence. The righteous flourish like the palm tree and grow like a cedar in Lebanon. They are planted in the house of the Lord. They flourish in the courts of our God. They still bear fruit in old age. They are ever full of sap and green to declare that the Lord is upright. He is my rock and in and there is no unrighteousness in him. I love it. That's beautiful. Uh, I hope that that encourages you. I hope that you can receive that over your own life. Um, man, I love the Bible. I would love to do more about it. Uh, so if you would love to have me do more stuff about the Bible, let me know uh, here or on the main thing. I was also thinking about doing guided meditations. Um I've been getting a lot of reviews that I have a very soothing voice. Uh, I'm not saying whether or not that's true. I'm just saying that that is a kind thing to say, and I would love to uh, do guided meditations. Um, So if that's something that you feel like you would enjoy, let me know. Um, But yeah, you know, continue on your path upwards, no matter what is happening around you. Um, continue to be kind to nature. It's working a lot of things out right now. And, uh, yeah, I just ask that you would do your best to love your neighbor as yourself and to love yourself. Maybe that'll be my catchphrase at the end of the episodes. I just ask that you would love your neighbor as yourself and that you would love yourself. All right, I like that. I'm going to see if I can remember that for next time. (laughs) Have a good one, guys. And girls.